0: Welcome to the CFC Jack's Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, Spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast.
1: Well, hello, welcome to Q&A, we're Glad glad to be here. Uh, my name is Tony Anderson. I'm filling in for Tracy today, who's taking some early Thanksgiving vacation. And I'm here with Jonathan Monk, and we were just talking. It's interesting that the Q and A started during the pandemic back mm-hmm. in uh, early 2020, and it was actually your idea yes. to do this Q and A. So he, you started in this chair, right? Yes. So uh, <laughs> now I get to be here. Yeah, that was a long you, time ago. And grill yeah. you with some questions. Mm-hmm. So great service, by Thank the you. way. Just um, really uh, heartfelt and really uh, helpful because I think we've all had those trials before. So I, we got questions queued up, so let's just jump right in, okay? Okay, all I'm right? ready. So someone says during the services, my wife and I just talked about a difficult situation and how to respond in the hard. And then they sort of asked it, it's really all about our response, isn't it?
0: Yes. I mean, I don't know what I would add to that, but yeah. What do they mean by like how they're responding to one another or?
1: Well, I think a lot, I, I, well... Questions, the questions. So yeah, yeah, I guess they're what they the thought is a lot of times we try to figure out what God is up to, but really, uh, yeah, yeah. I think
0: the, the issue is how do we respond? In yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, because I'm not, I don't always know what God's going to do, but I, I mean, a verse that you and I have talked a lot about, Romans 8, 28, 29, and it's a mm-hmm. verse you guys use a lot in the counseling ministry, but I do know what He is doing. He's conforming me to the image of His mm-hmm. Son. But as far as in specific situations like with cancer and some of the stories that we've talked about, yeah, I don't always know, but I think my what I do know is I want to respond in obedience. Uh, I want to respond in <laughs> in gratitude, which is obviously really, really yeah. hard to do. Um, yeah. And we've also talked about when
1: we, we know He's conforming us, mm-hmm. and you know, we could go down the fruit of the Spirit yeah. and and what love looks like. But I also think of you know uh, the secret things, uh, Deuteronomy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The secret things belong to the Lord, right. but the yeah. things revealed are for us to obey. Right. So um, I really think, so I just have to remember, I have to be faithful in mm-hmm. the trial. That's right. Um, so we were sort of talking before we sat down. I think, think I'll jump in with one of mine. You You made the point in there that David loved God and cared about the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So maybe from a personal standpoint, in the hardship you and Allison have had, you know, and thinking about that. How natural was it? What did you do to say, really, I need to be about the glory of God? My response has something to do with the glory of God.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it took me a little while to get there to see, hey, no, this is this is a chance for God to be glorified. I think I think initially, like in the beginning part of the the testing that, you know, you and I had talked about and especially right after breakaway, I think I just became very, very self-focused thinking about me and um and and wanted to isolate myself. and and, and yeah. So I think my first response wasn't great. But I, I think as it got to the point where, I remember talking with you and Doug and trying to think through, okay, am I going to tell students about what's mm-hmm. going on? Do I not tell students? Do I tell students? And I think when it got to that Sunday night where, before I got into in and when I pulled all the students together in the shop, and John Adams led in a time of prayer, and I'm standing up in front of the students that I'm responsible to shepherd, I think in that moment, I wanted to be very honest with, this is really hard for my wife and I. However, I don't know if I said these exact words, but I knew that I was standing in front of students that maybe had yet to trust in Christ, Mm -hmm. or students that are walking, maybe not with the Lord. So in that moment, I thought, if I share about what's going on in my life, I think this could be a moment where the Lord could be glorified. And then even as students came to visit me in the hospital, I I was not in a great mood on on some occasions, but I really was trying to go, I don't want to be fake, but I I want to be able to direct students to... And God is doing up. God is up to something, and I I want Him to be glorified. I want them to see that He is my strength, and that and that I love Him on a hospital bed, and I love Him yeah. when I'm teaching on a stage. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think when we think about trials, and you've you talked about you saw an end to the cancer, right? With Chloe, right? There's that that's had not been finished yet, right? So a lot of times when between those trials are common to believers and unbelievers. So what sets us apart is will we look different in our response and Mm -hmm. will it show, will it reflect while they are going through this trial differently than someone else? What is it? What Mm -hmm. is attractive about that person's response? And I think keeping the glory of God in front of us is really the key to doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So someone asked this question and I can't remember it. I we, I was there Thursday night. It says, can you repeat the quote that started with, we express the sorrows we feel, but mm. rehearse?
0: Yeah, I wrote it on a little note card here, okay. so I, I'll say it more clearly in second hour. But um, in our laments, we express the sorrow that we feel, but we also rehearse the truths that we believe. Okay. And that's kind of what Allison has done so well at, yeah. is there's two things happening. Uh, I Lord, this is what I'm feeling, but I think in that same prayer, there needs to be a... But, you know, I, mm. I, I want to declare truth because I, I don't want to just rehearse sorrow because I think, like, I want to I want to express this is what's going on, but I want to be able to, what are the truths I know that I believe? So, Galatians 2.20 or right. Romans or other verses like that. Right.
1: Okay. Yep. So, um, I know anytime when I get to teach, you know, I usually have so much. And I go, no, yes. Matt's only given me this much, you know. Mm-hmm. So... What, what's the unsaid part that you would like to share with the audience? It's like, oh, I've had a yeah. few more minutes, I ought to tease this out more.
0: Um, one thing that I got from the book um, Dark Cloud's Deep Mercy, which I know it's a book Lisa yeah. Lisa had recommended. It's a great book. Um, that's my wife. So. Uh, sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> um yeah, but Mark again, how do you pronounce his last name? I need to Mark V. Mark V, we'll call it Mark V. Yeah. So Mark he in that that book uh, you know loses his uh, experience. Blames his own heart, which he you know he loses his daughter. Um, and I was reading the chapter one day when I got home from the hospital, and he said that what has helped him in his lament is a physical place, and so he'll go back to the graveyard uh, where where she was buried. And those are moments where he's just able to have some sweet moments with the Lord and, and to lament. And so I thought, well, what man? Where would I go to lament? And I began to journal, and I I think I thought of two places. Uh, one in in um in the future that I might go back to in the midst of the hard would be the hospital. That I Seriously, I thought, mm-hmm. I haven't done this yet, All but right. I'll go back to Baptist South, sit there in the parking lot where Alice and I sat when we received the news from the oncologist, and just pray and remember, Lord, you were really faithful back then. Uh, so that's a place I may go back to. But the other place that I have gone to that has become a, a really, I think, a sweet place to lament is when I go pick Chloe up from school. Mm-hmm. And so I pick her up at Mandarin Oaks, and sometimes... Uh, It can be a challenge when when you recognize, hey, this is the condition that my daughter is in. But I think there's been moments of sitting there in the parking lot waiting for her that I see other families. And my focus gets away from... Focus goes off myself. Maybe Mm -hmm. this goes back to the glory of God too. There's a lot of other families here at this Mm -hmm. school that are walking through that. And some of them are walking through the needs of a special uh, special needs child uh, uh, without the Lord. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, Lord, I, I want these families to know you, but... Anyway, I could go on and on, but I think that a place that has been hard, the parking lot picking my daughter up, has actually become a physical place where I, I, I'm reminded the Lord's provided, as Allison said, a teacher who loves Jesus, a teacher who just is, just loves my daughter well. And and um, yeah, so that's, I think that's, I, I was going to try to fit that in yeah. the message, but just didn't have time for it. It's been uh,
1: as a staff uh, when we gather for prayer and hearing uh, Jonathan and Allison's testimony. It's been it's really been a blessing to walk this with you guys. Um, so, sort of in the area of lament, we t- we see how David talked to God. What are your thoughts about? I mean, you alluded to it. Mm-hmm. Letting others bear the burden during yeah. the lament, yeah. being open about this is the struggle we're facing. Right. You know, you said sometimes your inclination is to right. withdraw. What What are your thoughts about letting, letting others bear uh, the burden? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I think no, it's a great question. I think back to um, moments where people have said to me, you know, practically. Well, I mean, you shared with me one time. I I think I didn't want it. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. Right. And then you were like, "Why would you not want the the staff team praying for this?" And I think that was a moment for me to go. I think I'm trying to bear this burden by myself and isolate myself, which is stupid. I need to invite people in, people who know truth, who love me and my family, and and uh so how do I let people bear the burdens by letting them pray for me? Right. And then when people like people on staff or people in, in our ministry, volunteers have asked me about Chloe and sometimes my tendency is to is to give short answers and I think there's moments where it's okay to just be like Hey, this is kind of what's hard. And obviously not in every conversation, right. but I think that's maybe what it looks like to bear the burden is to people here at CFC care about us. Yeah. And so their questions reveal that. And So yeah. so if I
1: could just follow up on yeah. that, because in the counseling ministry, sometimes when we're talking to people through the hard, I realize they haven't allowed other people. And so part of having mm-hmm. them grow is to really bring in a family group or expand the right, right. family. So, can you unpack what your thinking is mm-hmm. when you weren't willing to it? I, I don't want to share with others because what? Yeah,
0: that's good. Um, yeah, you know, I want to try to give a real answer. <laughs> just, um, what is my thinking of why? Yeah. Um, uh like with Chloe
1: or, or I didn't the cancer mean to stump. Or, you. Yeah, well, no no no, no uh, you well, didn't stump me but. My most recent one was was the cancer yeah. diagnosis. I'd come in and so yeah. you were, you know, do I tell my leaders, do I tell the students and so what's the thinking? It's like what what was in,
0: what was your inclination? I don't want to because. Yeah. Maybe it was uh yeah. I don't want to be asked about it. You know, I because oh, okay. if they know about it now they're going to want to talk about it all the time and mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe that would be one reason. Yeah. Um, Not a very good reason. Well,
1: I mean, it's it's an honest response. I mean, we've had – my wife and I've had trials and, you know, there is that thinking that uh, I don't want to – I've talked about it all day. Right. But we did find a blessing in a, a in a core group mm-hmm. who we could talk those things through and right. process out loud. Hey, so here's a good question. Uh this is a really good question. What helped you and Allison get closer rather than further from each other in all of this?
0: Mm. All right, so we that's a great question. We actually had invited uh Michelle McKee and Dave mm-hmm. so Michelle McKee one of our biblical counselors, she came by the house one night and this was early on when we had um heard about the received the news about Chloe and Michelle just looked at us and said how are you guys talking about this and and there were moments where we actually were just silent and not talking together about Chloe you know it's like yeah. and so i think that was very convicting but very grateful for Michelle there to to be like no we we need to talk through this so i think that's um that has led to moments in the evening, obviously, when the house is quiet and they're in bed. Well, yeah. man, how, how are you doing with this? And Allison's great at journaling. Um, I, I think that has led to... I think sometimes Allison wanted to talk about it, and I was like, Chloe's gonna be fine. She's, she's gonna be fine. But I think the Lord brought me to a place of brokenness to realize, no, she... There's going to be some challenges. And one one night at, at Buffalo Wild Wings, Alice and I just started crying. Yeah. And that's when I really, I think I knew, now we're in this together. Yeah. And the Lord's given me a beautiful gift with a faithful wife. And so that, uh, yeah. So Michelle's question, I think, really led us to talk about it. And and we do now just yeah. check in on each other.
1: But uh, You and I as husbands will never be wives, but right. I do know when there's hardship... Uh, spouses can grieve differently, process differently. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, sometimes we have our preference, but if we're going to live with our wives in an understanding way, we're right. like, okay, I have to put my preference aside during this trial and say, how can I yeah, serve walk, Allison. serve our spouses, right, our yeah. wives during oh, these good. tough trials as well? Yeah. Um, so, um, anything else for us? Anything come to mind?
0: No, I would just say... Um, I, I had written down on my notes that obviously I had to cut this out practical ways to lament like how do I like someone going home tonight or tomorrow like what do I might what do I what, do I, what do I actually do well I think a journal is a great way to start Allison's an example of that I, I wrote this down talk aloud to God to get out of your head sometimes yeah. it's it just stays in my head I need to vocalize um, prayers inviting people in um, if you're struggling to lament sometimes helping I mean, it just goes back to what we just talked about, but an older believer who's further along, who's walked through maybe more hards, can can kind of teach you how to lament. Yeah. Um, I wrote, listening to music helps me lament, and then I wrote down two psalms that are other lament psalms that I've been working through, mm-hmm. Psalm 86 mm-hmm. and then Psalm 77, or a little longer than 13. 86 and 77. Mm-hmm. That okay. are great to, yeah. to read through.
1: Well, someone got a question in under the wire. And oh, I, no. here we go. Probably a hard one. No. Well... <laughs> It's a good question. God said, "God says He is the creator of calamity." Does that change your perspective on struggles? Oh, wow! Uh, that He creates hard. Yeah. Or? So I mean, He is sovereign over everything, right. Including the good and the bad, and He says yeah, calamities. Yeah. So how does that impact when you're in a trial? Yeah. The knowledge that God is sovereign over it.
0: Right, uh, that it uh, doesn't catch him by surprise, um, that he's he's using this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to question Cancer and Chloe and go, ah, you know, Lord, don't why 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 would you do this? Yeah. But maybe he's actually the one who is allowing this, the one who nothing comes. What's that quote? I just forget. Nothing comes. No, nothing nothing pass, passes through unless,
1: Nothing infection unless it passes through yeah. the hands of God. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so how does that—so that—maybe uh, that person's question um, will lead me to—I I think I'll—maybe it causes us to interpret the hard differently. Uh, I want to see it from God's perspective that—now uh, that he's using this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that— I feel like Well, I, I just—you
1: know, we we've had hard, and it actually, to me, is reassuring— it wasn't mm-hmm. random that God right. all of a sudden has to jump in and fix. It's like, no, what's best for Tony is he is more like Jesus. And right. I know how to get him there better than Tony does. Right. And it helps me think through this human, this earthly life is really temporary. It's a vapor. And this has an eternal consequence. And mm-hmm. so if he sent his son to die for me, I'm not going to question the uh, means to the end. Right. I think. So mm-hmm. to me, it's it's comforting. So again, I thought it was a great message i appreciate you really ministered to lisa and i this week so really good so we're going to wrap it up now i just want to uh remind you that tuesday night is praise night um we've had a i'm sure like us you've been blessed by the lord and people in your lives this year so i hope you'd come out on tuesday as we give thanks to the lord and praise him Mm -hmm. and uh we look forward to seeing you have a good weekend have a good week
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.